Hello, and welcome to the Denali Lord Nutrition and Wellness Podcast. My name is Denali Lord. I'm a registered dietitian, mindset coach, and fitness professional. We've been talking about using SMART goals to help you achieve your lifelong goal or maybe a short, small term goal. So let's talk about what each letter means. So far, we've talked about the S stands for specific, the M stands for measurable, and the A that we're going to talk about today stands for attainable. Your goals should be attainable and should reflect your current abilities. It's easy to get caught up in wanting to make this lofty goal that we can overestimate our ability. Sometimes it's actually better to make goals that you know for a fact, 100% you can hit every time. The reason why, when we make goals a little bit more simplified and a little bit easier, it actually builds our self-confidence. So we talked about types of goals and they include process goals, which are tasks that we can do, performance goals, which are measured on our performance and outcome goals, which are outcomes of several factors. The goals that are easiest for us to control that we have the most control over are going to be process goals. And so when setting your goal, I encourage you to definitely include a process goal as part of it. Why? We have control over it. This will make it easier for us to attain. Having a SMART goal that's mostly focused on an outcome goal where there are several factors going into it can be very difficult. For example, if you have a goal that says, I want to become the CEO of a company within the next year, unless you have prior experience serving on some higher upper level management within a big corporation, or you know the person who is holding the interviews, you know someone within the company, then the likelihood of you getting that position has several factors that influence it. And even if you do know someone, or even if you have served as the CEO or boardman of another company, it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to get that job. So that goal is then mostly an outcome goal. Things um, that you could further break it down into is a process goal of, I am going to apply for 10 CEO positions, okay? That you can control, right? You can control whether or not you apply for the position. Something like your performance goal. Say that in your current role, you're working on performance of hitting a certain sales mark. You have some control and ability to regulate your performance, but it's not always up to you. Sometimes there are external factors involved. So our control of it goes down. So let's take a weight loss example. Let's say that you want to lose 30 pounds in six months. 
which for most individuals, this is attainable. I've seen people do it in a month. I don't recommend that. I've seen people do it in three months. For some people, that's not attainable. But usually within that six, maybe even eight month mark, 30 pounds is attainable for most people with a healthy functioning metabolism. Medical conditions, metabolisms, hormones can all factor into that. So we're gonna talk about how that comes into play. So if you were to assess a, set a process goal for losing 30 pounds, okay, then it would look like something like this. So weight loss is more of an outcome. It's not necessarily a process. So here's what you could say to help you lose those 30 pounds. What can we control? We can control our diet and we can control our overall lifestyle as far as how often we're exercising, how often we're resting. And for the most part, we can control our sleep. Sleep is probably going to be more of that performance um, marker because there's a lot of hormonal factors, medications, and other influences that sometimes are out of our control. So let's say that you want to lose 30 pounds and you have now set a goal of exercising. Say that you've never worked out before. Would it be attainable for you to go from zero days to seven days a week of exercising? Probably not. So something that's more attainable might be, let's start with exercising light to moderate intensity for 30 minutes, two to three times a week. And be realistic. If two to three times a week seems like it's too much, start with once a week. If you're like, I know for a fact I can do once a week, do once a week. If you know for a fact you can commit to two to three days a week, start with that. So all I'm trying to really get at is whenever we're setting these process goals, we know we can do it. In fact, we might've already done it. Even if it's a goal that you've already accomplished, go ahead and write it down. Why? It builds confidence. It gives us that foundation. Just like when we lay the foundation of a house, if the foundation is not solid, if there's, we didn't let the concrete fully dry, we're going to have a mushy foundation that nothing can really be built upon it. So when we lay these process goals as our foundational goals, we can only build from there. Once we have the process goal set in place, we can then start to layer in the performance goals, which do rely on the process goals. And then furthermore, we can layer in the outcome goals, which do rely on our performance. Our performance is ultimately um, indicated by our processes. And in order for us to have a good outcome, we have to have good performance. So it's this layering principle where if you think of process goals down at the bottom, performance is in the middle, and then at the very top or the roof of it all is the outcome. We've got to start from the very bottom and work our way up. All right, guys. So when you're making your goal today, whether you're writing it in your journal or you're typing it out on your Excel spreadsheet, just make sure it's attainable for you. I love talking about goals. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to hit me up at my email, info at denalilord.com or my social media handle, Denali underscore Lord. I hope you have an awesome day and enjoy the rest of your time. I hope you're doing something wonderful for yourself. Talk to you guys tomorrow.